0: and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. We're talking about email marketing, yes. (laughs) A great topic, I'm gonna share with you three common mistakes that yoga teachers make when it comes to growing their email list before i jump into today's training i just really want to remind you all that in order for you to grow your email list and for you to grow an email list of engaged ideal students because that's the important bit they're the people we want on the list it's really crucial that you have an opt-in freebie or a lead magnet okay so you might have heard it being called an opt-in freebie a lead magnet Essentially, it's a free piece of content that you're going to create and you're going to exchange it for an email address. Okay, so are you sharing your freebie and exchanging it for email addresses? And most importantly about this freebie is that you must create it with your ideal student in mind, okay? So, you know, you've perhaps created a bundle of short videos and uh, maybe it's audio meditations whatever it is you're offering some content that's going to help your ideal student to really achieve something and usually you want them to achieve some kind of quick win okay so you want them to be able to engage with your content consume it use it do whatever it is that you're asking them to do with it and for them to feel like they've had some kind of achievement or result or quick win okay um so and That quick win is related to the problem or the challenge or the need that they have, okay? So this isn't just, you know, a morning yoga flow. Who specifically is that morning yoga flow for, okay? Have you made that super clear in the copy on your website? So on the form on your website where you're telling people about this freebie, is it super clear who this piece of content is for? and you know, the theming of that piece of content, okay? So for instance, is it a short 10-minute morning flow for new mums to do when their baby is, is sleeping, when their baby is resting, okay? So that's specific, isn't it? It's not just a morning yoga flow, it's for a specific type of person. Or maybe it's a, I don't know, let's get really specific. Maybe it's a seven-day, Transform Your Trauma mini course, and it's full of meditations and breathwork practices and journal prompts and affirmations. And it's specifically for women who have experienced some kind of abuse in their lives, okay? That is very specific, isn't it? Can you see where I'm going with this? So it's super specific and it's super valuable. So that's the really important thing. Your freebie, it must be super specific and it must be perceived as valuable in order for your ideal student, whether it's that new mom or it's a, you know a woman who is wanting to tr- heal some trauma that's happened in her life. It's super specific and it's valuable to that person. And it's valuable enough for them to actually want to give you their email address. Address because we're not going to give our email address out willy-nilly right we're not going to just give it out for the sake of it we're giving it out because we want to receive something valuable in return okay so we get this maybe it's making you think about your freebie right now okay so if you've got a freebie and nobody's signing up for it I want you to be really honest with yourself is it specific for a specific type of person and you making that very clear who it's for and Is it valuable, you know? Is it valuable enough for someone to put their details into a form and give you their their contact details? So, you know, if it's a PDF of a posture breakdown, you need to go back to the drawing board, right? If it's a standalone, like one general yoga class with a general yoga message, again, you need to go back to the drawing board, okay? So remember that this stuff say stuff, marketing, marketing and content, it always starts with your ideal student. I say this every single week, you know, repetition is key here, okay, because I know that this is the area for all of you where you feel resistance. I know that there's real resistance when it comes to doing that work to understand who your ideal student is and to actually choose and and make a decision on the niche that you're going to operate in, okay, but it's essential you know nothing works unless you do that work so it always starts with your ideal student and who you're serving and what the problem or the need is that they have and how you're solving it with your content and with your offerings do we understand that Okay because we're building a business right? Business is about solving problems and it's about providing solutions okay? So if you were one of those teachers who have spent you know most of your teaching career in in teaching in studios you didn't have to worry about this stuff but now you know the the world that we're in right now we're all going online we need to get specific because we're building our businesses and business is about providing Solutions, right? Solutions to our customers. So you need to know who your customer is. Okay, so that's your kind of reminder before we jump into the actual content that I want to share today. But that's your reminder. And I hope that, you know, if you've been tuning into me for some time, you already know this, don't you guys? Yeah, you already know this. So this is where I'm giving you a bit of tough love but you know this because I harp on about it all the time, but maybe you've not taken action on it yet. So we need to take action, don't we? We need to take action. Um, so, you know, you need to perhaps either take action in terms of actually creating your freebie now. Stop, just stop thinking about it and just create it or take action in terms of refining what you have yeah tighten it up really dial in on it you know dial in on who this is for and how it's going to provide them value okay so we know we need a freebie but let's talk about the three common mistakes so the biggest mistake is that everyone focuses on the number yeah this is what I see it's like how big is your email list? How many people have you got subscribed? So we're focusing on the number, okay? And when that number isn't growing, yeah? When that number isn't growing, and all that, that number is small, it can make us feel really disheartened, can't it? You know, you feel frustrated, you feel kind of disheartened because it's not moving, it's not growing. And when you are in that space of feeling disheartened and frustrated, what happens, okay? Because this is all about our mindset. What happens is we don't take action, yeah? We just sit, we sit on it, we don't take action, we don't do the things that we should be doing to actually grow our email list. And we don't actually engage with those people who are already on the email list. And remember, when you do that, when you have even 20 people on your email list and you are not engaging with them, you're doing them a disservice and you're doing yourself a disservice, right? They actively Filled in their details into into a form on your website, or maybe it's a for, maybe it's a landing page that you shared on social media. They made the effort to put their details in there because they want to hear from you. Okay, so if you don't if you don't message them, if you don't email them, then they're not hearing from you, are they? So you're disappointing them. Actually, you're not doing your your part of the deal, right? You're not doing your part of the deal. So, you know, if your list isn't engaging doesn't really matter what size it is. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's 20 or 500, right? So we really need to focus on quality. We need to focus on quality and especially when you are just starting out, it doesn't matter how many people are on there. You want to treat those people who are on your email list, you know, one-to-one relationship, right? You want to treat them really, really well and let them know that they're seen, and they're heard, and you understand them, and you're there to serve, right? You're there to serve. So let's say you've got, let's say you've got 100 people on your email list, and you send an email out, and 20 people open your email. That's a good, that's actually a good open rate. That's a good open rate. If you have 20 people out of 100, open your email. But let's say, You know, over time you're sending your emails out every week, which you should be. You should be sending emails out every week. And if those other 80 people who didn't open email number one don't open all of the the rest of the emails that you send out each week, and even if they're not marking it as spam or they're not unsubscribing, what's gonna happen is your emails will slowly start to go into the spam box or the other folder because you're sending it to people who are never opening your emails, okay? And what that does is it sends a bad signal out to Gmail or Outlook or all the other kind of providers, Google, Google Mail and so on Gmail. And so that's important to remember that, you know, because if we're just thinking about numbers and we've got, you know, A freebie that's just kind of attracting the masses but it's not really specific and people are just signing up to it and then you're not doing anything with it and so then you know you don't actually email people for a long time and then when you do email they don't know who you are because they've forgotten what they signed up to so they never open the email that's what's going to happen you're going to be sending a bad signal out okay so we have to focus on quality and what this means is we need to actually clean our list regularly and these are metrics we should be tracking okay we should be paying attention to these metrics it's easy like if you're using mailer or mailchimp or convertkit whatever you're using it tells you this stuff right it tells you so this is where we start to just get a little deeper into the into the analytics to see is it always the same 20 to 30 percent like are uh, is there like you know 70 to 80 percent who are just never opening it and you can you can do you can look at the analytics in your email service provider and it will tell you this so we need to clean our list okay and you know if um if someone like if someone doesn't open up an email from you for let's say two months you know assuming you're sending an email every week and they don't open the email for two months that's eight emails, isn't it? That someone's not opening up. So really, you should just remove them from your list, yeah? And what you can do before you do that is you can send them a few emails. You can send kind of, um, cold subscribers. It might be labelled as cold subscribers in your email service provider. I use ConvertKit so it shows me cold subscribers. And you can send out some emails to them before you remove them to just say to them, hey, I've noticed you've not been opening my emails for a while. Are you still interested? Okay, so you'll have to make that clear in the subject line. I did this recently. It's called a re-engagement campaign. I actually removed 5,000 email subscribers from my email list. So if you're watching this right now, and you haven't received an email from me for a while, that might be why. Maybe you hadn't been opening my emails for a while, and so I've removed you from the list. That doesn't mean that I don't love you anymore. (laughs) But, you know, as a business owner, and this is the thing, as a business owner, that's a cost, there's a cost to your email list, okay, so if you've got people on there who aren't engaging, then you have to make a business decision, and focus on the people who are engaging, okay, and you know, if those people that you've removed, if they are really interested in your in your content, if they are actually interested in your content, next time you do an online challenge, or you share a fantastic freebie, a new freebie that you've created, and you're sharing it, and they're in your social sphere, they'll see that, and they'll sign up and they'll come back onto your list. So you really don't need to worry about this stuff because quite often we get very attached and we don't want to let go of those numbers because we're thinking about the number instead of the quality. Is this making sense to you guys? Is this making sense? Um, So, you know, when I've done the re-engagement campaign and I sent out a number of emails, I think I sent out maybe four emails over, I don't know, maybe a month, those people who still didn't open, even though it was super clear in the email subject line that they're going to be removed, I removed them from my list. And you just have to let it go. Do not be attached to the number, okay? Because if you don't keep your list clean, you don't do this regularly, it's going to create problems in the future, okay? So don't be attached. Okay, so number two is actually about how you can grow your list, okay? So. Most of us, most of us don't have, you know, millions of visitors to our websites every year. Um, So... You know, and obviously when you've got lots of visitors on your website, there's more opportunity for people to come onto your email list and so on and come into your funnel. So you're probably relying on, you know, mentioning your freebie a few times each week on social, you know, call to, call to actions on your um, on your Instagram posts, on your Facebook posts, maybe in your group, you're talking about it, maybe you're doing live videos. One thing that you can do, and I hope that you are doing, is working with partners, right? So there's lots of kind of collaboration collaborative um, you know opportunities that you can explore being being um, a guest on a po- podcast where your freebies mentioned you know doing um, guest blog posts on websites all sorts of things that you can do, where you can actually share your freebie. And I have done a training on that before. It's a training on collaborations and partnerships, how to grow your your yoga business and your email list through partnerships. So go and check that out. Um, but what I'm sharing now with you, and this is number two, I've shared before, okay. And the reason I've why I'm saying it's a mistake is because. Most of you, most teachers have probably heard this advice from me and maybe elsewhere, but you're not doing it. And there's, there's resistance here, there's resistance. And I think the resistance is because this thing that I'm gonna share with you, it feels like a task that doesn't get much traction, but it's something that you have to do consistently every week and best of all, it's free. And it actually doesn't take up that much of your time okay and it positions you as an expert and an authority in your space so that's lots of pluses right there yet most teachers are not doing this okay so I don't know why you guys don't listen to this one because I have mentioned this one so many times. Yet when I kind of speak to some of you in, you know, uh, Messenger or maybe students that are coming into my programs, it's like, we know this one, but we're not doing it, okay? So another bit of tough love for you there. But I really hope that you'll give this one a go, okay? So this common mistake is that teachers are not hanging out in online groups and communities where their ideal students are hanging out and therefore, you're missing an opportunity to support and help. So you might be thinking, what's this got to do with my email list, growing my email list? It has a lot to do with growing your email list because actually, the trust that you build with someone happens before they decide to sign up to your email list, okay? So it's not like someone's just gonna discover you like this and then they're gonna sign up to your email list. Actually, in most cases, you know, obviously that can happen. Of course, it can happen. But in most cases, you're in someone's community or you're in someone's space or you're receiving support from someone in, in some way for uh, an amount of time, for a period of time before you take that step and get onto their email list. Is this making sense? So these communities, they could be Facebook groups, okay, Uh, they could be online forums such as Mumsnet, so if that's your niche, if Mums is your niche, are you in Mumsnet? You should be, it's a huge online forum. It could be popular blogs, websites and blogs that your ideal students visit. This, this is why guys, I'm going back, I'm circling back, but this is why we need to know who our ideal student is, right? We need to know who they are and we need to know where they're hanging out online. Um, so it's research, isn't it? You need to be doing that research. Um, and one of the um, weekly activities that my profitable yoga teacher students are doing is that they've selected five Facebook groups where their ideal students are spending time, and three times a week, for 10 to 15 minutes each time, three times a week, they're going into these groups to offer support. Okay, now this isn't spamming with your links, you know, to freebies and and paid offerings. This isn't spamming and just posting your links. This is about being an active member inside groups where your potential paying students are are hanging out. And and being visible in those groups, right? Supporting and being visible. And if you do this consistently, people are going to start to notice you, aren't they? If you do this consistently, imagine you've been doing this consistently every week for a year. Yeah, that might feel like a long time, but you're building a business here, not just doing it for the month of June. Right, we're doing it for the long term, aren't we? We're doing this because we have a vision of where we wanna be in maybe a year's time or three years time or 10 years time. We're building a business, a sustainable business. And so in order for you to build a business, you need to be visible in the places that your students, your ideal students, are hanging out online. Okay, So if you make a commitment to find, first of all, find five groups in Facebook or five online forums, whatever, wherever else they might be, and you commit to Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 10am, I'm going to go and have a check in these groups, And i'm going to spend 10 to 15 minutes it's all you need to do and i'm just going to have a look in the groups and see if there's anything that i can support with see if anybody is sharing any struggles or challenges or needs or whatever it might be that i can actually just interact, engage, be part of the community that this is, be an active member in the group and just help and support people with your expertise, right? And also with your story. And, you know, further down the line, when you do have an online challenge, or you do have an incredible freebie that's going to help the people inside this group, it won't feel like spamming when you share it, you know, it will feel, it will feel authentic, because, You're a valued active member of that group that's been showing up in there every week. So does this make sense? Because I know a lot of you have resistance with this. And I know that resistance is coming from you don't want to feel salesy. You don't want to feel like you're spamming or, you know, you say, oh, it says no promotion. We're not going in there with the intent of promotion. Right. We're going in there with the intention of serving yeah? Serving your business is about your students, right? Your business is about your community. It's not about you, right? You have to make your message that you want to share bigger than your fear of showing up and being visible. And you have to be there to support people, okay? So next time you're stressing out about, I don't know where to find my students, I don't know where to find people online, just ask yourself, you know, am I showing up? Am I really showing up in the places that they are hanging out online? And if if I'm not, I need to be, right? I need to stop making this mistake. <laughs> so um, one of my students, Catherine, she's been using this strategy. And a few months ago, so she's one of my students from the Profitable Yoga Teacher. A few months ago, I think it was March, she posted in her groups that she regularly um, is active in. And she shared her personal story and over 400 women either liked the post or commented on it in one day. Okay. One of the comments that she'd received was something like um, that her story had given this lady hope and that she was really grateful that that she'd shared it. So... This is what it means, you know? This is what it means to really understand your ideal student and how they're thinking and how they're feeling. And when you do this work to to, to understand them, okay? When you do this work, you can speak to them, right? You can speak to them and you can share stories that truly resonate, okay? Okay, the third mistake is that you don't sell to your list. Okay, it's the third mistake. So, if you only share freebies, if you're only sharing free content, when you do actually start to sell something, it's actually hard to convert people because they expect everything everything for free, okay? So, of course, you know, you want to be giving away free content, of course you want to be doing that, but you've also got to be putting out some of your paid offers, okay? So, this means you need to be talking about your paid offers, right? So, if you have online classes, you need to be talking about those online classes. If you have a membership, you need to be talking about it. If you have an online course or you've got something coming up, you need to be talking about it. Like, if you've got an online course coming up, you want to be putting a wait list out to your list and telling them, Hey, you Get onto the waitlist, and when I open enrollment, you can get a discount for being an early bird or some kind of VIP access or some kind of bonus that they're going to get for being on that waitlist. Okay, so you must be talking about your paid offers as well. Okay, because if you don't do that, all you're doing is you're training your audience to think that it's always free all of the time. Now, maybe you might be thinking, well, my list is small at the moment. I've only got 20 people on it, so there's no, so I'll just wait. I'll wait until I talk about my offers. Why can't you sell when your list is small? You know, who said that you can't do that? Even if you get one or two sales, it's going to add up, isn't it? And it's, again, it's training the people on your list, even if it's just a small list, it's training them that yes, you're gonna share this incredible content every week, but yes, you also have paid offers if they want to work with you like one-to-one or if they want to work with you in your group classes, if they want to work with you on a deeper level, right? And I know that a lot of teachers are hesitant to put out their paid offers and to talk about their paid offers because they don't wanna be salesy or sleazy or pushy. You know, I want to remind you that if you just put it out for free all the time then your audience actually won't see you as the go-to expert yeah because they're going to think that you're not expert enough to have a paid offer so they're not going to see you for that as that person or the person to go to When they want deeper support okay so you've just got to extend it out you've got to be thinking when you're putting your content plan together when am i talking about my paid offers yeah when am i putting that out there you want to be doing that every week at least once you want to be talking about what you've got um, for people to come in into your classes or whatever it might be okay okay perfect so there you have it guys the three common email marketing mistakes that most yoga teachers are making. So the first one is focusing on the number instead of quality, yeah? So even if you've got like 20, and it doesn't matter if that number is small or large, because if you're focusing, oh my gosh, I've only got 20 people, that can make you feel stuck and it can make you not want to take action. So maybe you're focusing on the number rather than quality and the relationships that you're building with with how many people, regardless of what that number is. Number two is not being active online in the places where, you are, where your ideal students are, so things like Facebook groups, places like Facebook groups, which is a long-term strategy for growing your list, okay, because you're building trust in those communities where your potential paying students are, okay? And number three is not selling to your list. Ultimately, you know, it's important that you just get started. Yeah, that's the important thing, isn't it? That you just get started. Okay, get something up. And then you can improve on it. Okay, and I promise like if you take that leap, it's going to just get easier as, as you grow. Okay, it's going to get easier. And I'm going to share a freebie with you guys now. I'm going to share a freebie and it's a quiz. Okay, I'm going to share a quiz. The quiz is what type of yogipreneur are you? What type of yogipreneur are you? So if you have enjoyed the action steps that I've that I've shared with you today, if you've enjoyed the information that I've shared with you today, if you go and take this quiz, yes, you're going to get onto my email list. And it's okay if you're already on my email list, you can still do the quiz because what it's going to give you is a personalized action plan based on the type of yogipreneur that you are right now in your business. I mean, who doesn't want to know that, (laughs) so go and take the quiz, go and take the quiz, maybe you've done the quiz already, I did share it with, um, I did share it with my email list not too long ago, but go and do the quiz. It doesn't take long, and it's going to tell you what type of yogipreneur you are. So if you haven't got your email list right now, that's the first thing that you want to do. You want to work on your freebie, but rewinding a little bit more, you need to know who your ideal student is, okay? You need to know who your ideal student is so that you can create an epic freebie that they're going to want to give you their email address for. And if you don't know who your ideal student is, or if you are at the beginning in your business journey, go and check out Super Yogi, guys, because it is a course bundle it's an online course bundle and it's for yoga teachers who are just starting out and getting to grips with the whole marketing malarkey and um inside super yogi there's also an incredible bonus which is called um Passion to Profitable Yoga Niche. It's an incredible course, okay, that's going to help you to choose your niche and to really understand who your ideal students are, okay? And there's other bonuses in there as well, okay? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Lots of love. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you guys very soon. Take care. Bye.